This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MohegansunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. Game day here on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you and joined by Amani Toomer and Mike Tenenbaum. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hail to the victors. Another great road win for our Michigan Wolverines. Man, I'm so proud of them yesterday for doing what they did in Penn State. Hostile environment. Suspended our coach mid-flight. What do you think about that, Mike? Well, uh, I'm all in on blue, and uh, it was great to see that and to see uh, Coach Moore's uh, post-game interview on the field. Like, that's what sports is all about. That's Absolutely. what we sign up for, that passion and emotion. But more importantly, Imani, I think me, along with the greater metropolitan area, can't wait to hear why you're going to pick the New York Giants <laughs> to win again today. Why and are we I talking just, about you know, I was thinking, stuff? <laughs> you know, and I was just reflecting. I wish there was someone and something in my life that loved me and was as loyal to me as you are to the New York football Giants. <laughs> yeah, 13 years of being paid off. Absolutely. No, I, I love the Giants organization, obviously. But um, but yeah, Noted. people there. Noted. Um, I don't know. I think I might break the streak today. But I don't know. We'll find out later on today. Uh, well, uh, odds makers uh, aren't loving the Giants. Uh, this is the third largest spread in the history of, uh, of the NFL at wow. 17, 17 and a half, 17 points in some places. So um, let's 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 talk big picture before we start. We've got three hours. We're going to be with you again. Uh, this uh, New York game day brought to you by Bud Light. Sunday's chore: loading Bud Light in the fridge. It's the football. It's football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer of the NFL. So make sure you enjoy responsibly. Um, and and let's talk about what happened with with Daniel Jones, right? Like mm. a lot of a lot of excitement. Daniel Jones healthy. Yeah, Andrew Thomas back on the offensive line. Daniel Jones finally playing with Saquon with uh, with Saquon Barkley, and then boom goes down with this ACL injury. And now uh, big picture here, really need to have a serious conversation in regards to the future of this this Giants franchise. And so Amani, you have your finger on the pulse of this team better than most. You're part of their broadcast team, obviously former player. Uh, your thoughts? Do you th- do you think that the Giants are in the mindset now that they know they have to move on from Daniel Jones? Um, I don't know if they're there yet. Um, I think that the, the rest of the season is going to determine all of that. I think they're really disappointed the fact that Daniel Jones is the guy they've been counting on, the guy that they've been waiting on for a long time, and he finally comes out and has a year that he did last year and proves all the people the naysayers right. And then comes out this year after he gets paid and the performance isn't the same for one reason or another. Uh, it, it's, it's definitely disappointing. I'm not willing to throw the baby out with the bathwater right now. I feel like uh, the job of the rest of the team is to get out of the cellar, get to be into a spot where you're not where it's not an option to get one of these top quarterbacks coming out of the draft. The problem is they're two and seven. And uh, they're kind of in the driver's seat. Only team that is really ahead of them is, <coughs> at this point, with a competitive team on the field, I would say would be the Arizona Cardinals. And they have a lot of fight in them. So I, 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 I don't know if they're going to be the first, the second, or the third. But they look like they're going to be they're well on their way to a top five pick. 
Mike, um, this Giants team and, and the Brainiacs up in Bristol, Connecticut, give the FPI chance for the number one pick at 24.5%, uh, top five at 90.4, and then a top 10 at 99.3 uh, for the Giants to get, uh, again, number one, top five, top 10. Uh, Mike, let's put on that GM hat that we ask you to do each and every week. Uh, you're Joe Shane, another injury to, uh, to, to Daniel Jones. What's going through your mind right now? What are the conversations you think happened at that facility this week? Oh, well, you know, in terms of long-term planning, Indiana, clear, clearly they need a quarterback. You know, Daniel Jones had a, a decent year last year. They won a playoff game. Um, but when you look at durability, production, uh, not turning the ball over, he's he's not a winning NFL quarterback by a, any standard. So they have one more year of guaranteed money, so he'll be on the roster next year. No, no one will trade for that contract coming off of – you know, significant neck and knee injuries. So um, they clearly have to find a quarterback that can compete with the powers of the NFC, and uh, that'll be job number one in the offseason. Now, Mike, would you be surprised? Because when, when I got injured my, late in my career, the, the team went up to me and gave me an option um, whether to, for me to renegotiate my contract. I had guaranteed money, but they wanted to try to change it so that I had to make the active roster for 10 games during uh, the Super Bowl season. If I made the after roster for 10 games, I'd get the original money that I wouldn't. But if they wouldn't, I would be uh, taking less. Do you think that the Giants would go up to a quarterback who has guaranteed money and ask him to do that type of thing? I I don't. I think what happens is he plays one more year Mm -hmm. and they'll draft a quarterback in the top five, presumably next year, if Mm -hmm. the numbers play out the way Anita laid it out. And then, um, you know, they have a great bridge situation. And if I'm representing Daniel Jones, I know that in 2025 I'll be a free agent and hopefully I can you know resurrect my career someplace else and but clear clearly um, <clears throat> if we were at the Giants there, there's no way we could sit here and say hey we're solidified at the quarterback position with Daniel Jones yeah um, you know cold it's, world it's, it, it is it is a cold <laughs> world uh, and, and we could sit here and we could you know um, say that the, the Giants really swung and missed and, and drafted the wrong guy or uh, the Giants really never put Daniel Jones in a situation uh, to really have success here, whatever the case. Uh, and you guys know that I am a big Daniel Jones supporter. I do agree with you, though. I, I think now's the time uh, that this organization needs to move on. But here's and also keep in mind, you know, not everybody is Adrian Peterson. Everybody's body heals differently. Uh, but the average individual takes a good 12 months yeah. to be able to heal and get it ready. Took me so, 12 months. Yeah, um, yeah, I've had seven knee surgeries, eight, eight, three ACL, four meniscus. Wow. So, yeah. Um, and you're still and I'm a still, dominant I'm still out there playing play? pickleball, guys. Uh-oh. I'm out there playing pickle. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, you know, they're going to need – he's not going to be ready to start next season. No. So what does that mean? Do they re-up Tyrod, draft a quarterback of the future, and, you know, and eat his salary on the bench? Possibly, I think more than likely that's what it's looking like. Um, which, by the way, side note: you watched Drake May last night against Duke. No, double I didn't. overtime. No, Mike, you watched that game. You're uh, singing no, this Drake May. You're singing Drake May. Like you are the the queen of the fan club. I Drake am. May. I, Drake I, I May started, for president. I started the Drake May fan club. <laughs> you see, didn't not, watch see the game, Mike. This, no. Uh, no, I was watching a couple other games, and there, there were so many good games on yesterday. The competitive there were, ones. There were. There were. This was. This went into double overtime. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Not competitive. The interesting ones. 
<laughs> seriously, this very well could be the quarterback that will be in the Giants facility next year. This, oh, you, you should be paying attention. Another like mid-major basketball school quarterback. I thought Daniel Jones, Dave Brown, you know, why don't we just go after one of the big, big dogs that's been in the situation. You don't have to project anything. How's he going to deal with the media? I want him to know how he's going to deal with the media. I, I don't know. I, just, I, I want to know how he's going to do with the top level competition. But, know. you know, that, that is something, by the way, you know, because, you know, I, I used to work for the organization at mm-hmm. one point in time and have had several conversations of people with people inside that building. And uh, and, you know, Mike, I, I'd, I'd love for you to comment on this. And, and, you know, unlike any other team or other teams in the NFL, that is something that the Giants really take into account and consider highly when selecting who their quarterback is going to be here. Like it matters to them. That's why, you know, oh, Daniel Jones, very similar personality to Eli Manning, um, unfortunately did not have, you know, the, 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 the uh, sustainable health that Eli Manning w- brought to the table for the Giants, which I think a lot of people uh, don't appreciate, but that's a whole other story for a whole, whole other show. But nonetheless... Wait, you're saying you they don't appreciate Eli Manning enough? Are you serious? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they appreciate that Eli Manning didn't miss a game until no, 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 he was no. benched. Okay. All right. Until he was benched by Jerry Reese. <laughs> yeah i i mean you can't like there's value in that that no, each and course, every week you're starting that your starting quarterback can start and play for you absolutely but, um and and no amani I, I don't think there are giants fans out there that appreciate that i don't what? believe that i don't i don't think they appreciate that i, I don't come think on think he has the manning they, pass uh manning cast on uh, monday think, night football He's got like all kinds of shows. Not like I'm jealous or anything, but all I'm saying is that (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm saying saying I don't think Giants fans. I don't think Giants. I don't think Giants fans and people take into consideration Mm -hmm. that he was an Iron Man of the NFL. When when and and when we start talking about him getting into the Hall of Fame, will he be a first rounder? All but like I think his durability needs to be a part of that conversation. I think more times it's not. That's my point. But regardless, my uh, w- the conversation and, and the, my question for you, Mike Tannenbaum, is, you know, do you feel, and, and of course being a former general manager of a New York team, is that something that you considered uh, when you were overseeing the Jets? How important is it that it is New York City and it is a different animal in regard to the media and it is a different animal in regard to the fan base that you do weigh heavily a quarterback's uh, mentality and personality and in all of that coming here to New York. Sure. It's certainly a factor. You know, you really want to see like their support system, their maturity, you know, candidly, it starts at the combine. Like I can't tell you how many times we would show an interception reel to a quarterback prospect and say to the prospect at the combine, Hey, walk us through what happened here. And if they were like, Oh, the receiver ran the wrong route, or this wasn't the right play call. Like that, we would, Definitely use that as a factor, you know, as a battlefield commander, you know, Mm -hmm. you want somebody that's going to, when things go great, it's because of your teammates. And when things go bad, you know, it's on you. And just remember one thing, like generals in the army eat last, not first. So you absolutely want a battlefield commander and being mentally tough is part of it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely need it. And then plus being on the other side of that, having one of those young quarterbacks come in, you want to see that this guy is going to put in a lot of effort, that he's not reading his press clippings. And I tell you, Eli Eli Manning's mentality was the best. When I first knew that he was going to be special and different was this is the first pick overall, got $20 million before he even stepped on the field. And we had our first drills and 
when he uh, we do the warm ups where we'd call a play and then we'd we you know you'd have to run ten yards and then the backup team whatever. Anyway, Eli was the third string quarterback. He got the snap and he sprinted and was the first person to cross the line, uh, the ten yard uh, prerequisite line for, for us to warm up. And that's when I was like, okay, this guy's a little different. But you definitely need the right mentality because everybody in the locker room has an incentive to hate the quarterback. He gets the most praise. He gets the most uh, uh, credit. Everybody wants to protect him the most. And if you have a quarterback that's going to deflect on that, you're going to really solidify the locker room because there's one person that could be the most isolated person in the whole team is the quarterback if he's not willing to take a little, eat a little crow for the rest of his boys. He is a money tumor. Mike Tannenbaum and Anita Marks. Phone lines are open. 800-919-3776. Giants fans, now's your time to join in on the show. Your thoughts of Daniel Jones. Do you want this organization to move in a different direction? How important the necessity of this Giants team, who, again, the probability of them drafting in the top 10 is very likely, top five, uh, even uh, somewhat likely, and, uh, and possibly getting the number one overall pick, at least the top three where there's going to be a really good quarterback who's going to be available. 800-919-3776. Also, uh, we must spend a little time talking about this, uh, this butt-whipping that more than likely is going to take place at, at around 4, 4.30 this afternoon. A rodeo. It's going and to be also, a rodeo down there. And also, we've How much are the Giants going to win by? I'm just curious. <laughs> I think it might be a field goal today. <laughs> we, we've, we've got to talk about DeVito and the fact that this dude doesn't make his own bed. We just, we got to, we're going to do that next. It Why is New York game day. That? Why would you Here, say that? Uh, it's so stupid. Oh, 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. I think it just shocked everybody, right? Just not to have one quarterback, but two quarterbacks go down. I mean, it's tough. The quarterback position runs, you know, the team. And to have one and two go down, like, you would have never guessed that to happen. But, again, it's a physical game. Injuries happen. It's part of it. It's the worst part about the game. But, um, you know, it's a next man up mentality. And, you know, like I said before, I'm going to rely on everyone else around me. So, um, I'm sorry, guys. Who was that again? That was Tommy DeVito talking about his Oh, that was DeVito? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, if you haven't heard this yet, uh, brace yourself. You might want to pull over. Uh, so, um, so, DeVito was, uh, had a conversation with Jordan Redon, and, uh, and this is what he told the media. I don't have to worry about doing laundry, and I'm eating dinner 
Uh, I, I'm eating. <laughs> I don't have to worry about laundry, what I'm eating for dinner, chicken cutlets. That's all waiting for me when I get home. My mom takes takes makes my bed for me. Everything is handled for me. This is what he told the media. This is the guy who you're having faith to potentially pull an upset against the Dallas Cowboys today. My mommy makes right. me chicken cutlets and my mommy makes my bed. <laughs> oh my god. What? Wow. That's a money. Yeah, you what? know, that's I, I think what he was trying to say and what he was trying to do was you know, tell how focused he is, but what he did was I don't, I don't know. I think I think um, you know, if that's what it is, he's being honest of his situation. I respect it. But, you know, sometimes the best things are are best uh, left unsaid, especially about his bed. You know, the chicken cutlets, okay, you got a diet, but the bed is like, wait, you're you can't even make your own. it's it's a tough one, but you know what? He's a young quarterback thrust into this situation. You can't expect him to be super media trained. You know, he's a young guy. I mean, that's what young guys uh, would expect. And I think he's trying to say that he has a great support group, which I get. I think he just went a little too far. How, 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 how would you feel about your quarterback? Oh, um, stop. No, I, I Mike Tambom, how would you feel about your quarterback <laughs> coming out to the media? My mommy makes me chicken cutlets and my mommy makes my bed. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the bottom line just to cut through it, guys. Like, he wouldn't be on the team. You know, we can make excuses about injuries, but the Minnesota Vikings are going to go out today with their fourth quarterback. Kirk Cousins got hurt. Nick Mullins got hurt. Jaron Hall got hurt. And they got out, went out and got Josh Dobbs. Tommy DeVito, let's just cut right through it, guys. He wasn't not a good college quarterback. I saw him playing college. Mm-hmm. I'm just so surprised that the New York Giants are playing Tommy DeVito at quarterback. Like, it's just... Like, just what? what's the redeeming attribute that he has to say, like, he's going to take us to where we want to go. He's a guy that we could go win games with. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that, you know, and I think their line reflects that. I mean, this is one of the biggest lines ever, right? I think yesterday was up to third, tw- third biggest, third, third biggest, largest. But yeah. I think yesterday or a couple days before, um, I, my, my, I don't know much about betting, but when my friends come up to me and say the line is in the 20s, that was. <laughs> That's that's something you, you kind of perks your interest because that's just a strange, strange line for a pro football team. And I think it's more of a reflection on, you know, not on Tommy DeVito, but it, it's the entire situation on how at such an important position uh, in one of the major markets, you're starting this guy because of the way that the league is set up. And that's 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 tough with the salary cap, with the uh, third yeah, quarterback and know. all that stuff. It's very tough. Amani, I, I push back on that because I look at other teams that have been more resourceful or more, I would say, and, and I would say the same is true about the Jets, but like Minnesota is just the most recent example. Yeah, you're right. They, they, went, you're right. they went out and they got Josh Dobbs. And, and, and candidly, the most interesting part of the Josh Dobbs situation to me, guys, is this. Why would Cleveland keep P.J. Walker over him? Why would Arizona keep Clayton Toon over him? Josh Dobbs is smart. He's tough. He's like, he is accurate enough he's athletic enough he's strong enough i'm hard pressed to know like why he's on his third team and by the way like if minnesota if we're sitting here in six weeks guys and minnesota's still playing meaningful games it's their fourth quarterback that's leading them yeah no I, you're 100 percent right and that goes down to the the, the, the fluidity in which this the, that salary cap and which that organization is set up their things so some people just aren't as fluid when you make those type of decisions and you miss on a top flight quarter on on your when you miss because of injury on Daniel Jones this season 
and, and you lose your starting right tackle. You lose your uh, for a period of time. You lose your left tackle. You lose the the center that has been doing well in Michael Schmitz. How, how, I mean, do you give him any sort of grace because those are kind of extraordinary circumstances? I mean, we just go by what we see, right? I mean, like every team's dealing with like. Okay, I get. I know. I mean, that's I, a great I, answer. Know, I, I, I mean, like, I'm just yeah, curious. I, I, genuinely. Like, I'm saying, you know. No, it's interesting. I'm sitting here in Jacksonville. I'm going to call the Jacksonville 49er Ooh, game. Ooh, look at you at, with the premier game ooh, in the White spot. Big, it's a little humble ooh, brag right there. Hotty toddy okay. yeah, over yeah. there. Got the big game this week, my denim mom. Oh, you guys are talking about the Giants. I got the big game this week. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, but like... Talking about humble brag, we were on the air for about eight seconds, and you were talking about Michigan. I thought you were going to tear a hamstring. You can get to the fast but but anyway, oh man, no, but, you're funny, but, Mike. But, you're funny no, guy. No, no. In all seriousness, guys, like I just like I'm over the whole injury thing because like mm-hmm. the 49ers today, you know, they've been missing Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. You know, now they go out and get Chase Young, and to me, like they're fascinating because they're. First of all, their defensive line is literally like a Pro Bowl. Like from Joey Bosa, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Hargrave. and Chase Young. Yeah, it's unbelievable. (laughs) So that's all my point is everyone's dealing with injuries. Gotcha. Um, It's results business, right? Real quick before we take a break, um, another thing I want to look back. In in watching the game last week, um, two things on the defensive side. Number one, I just, I felt like, all, all the wind was let out of the sails uh, for, for that defense to walk away with zero sacks against a rookie quarterback and a subpar offensive line in the Raiders. That's number one. And then number two, McKinney coming out and calling out Wink Martindale in the defensive staff saying that, that they're not listening to the players. Again, Amani, I know you're at the facility. You work with the, with the broadcast team. Uh, number one, your thoughts on what you did not see from the defense last week against the Raiders. What can we expect this week? Uh, are they going to put up any bit of a fight against Dallas? And what can we make of, of what happened with, uh, with, with Wink Martindale this week? Well, I mean, this is what happens when teams start to lose. And this is what happens when this is, this is showing you the kind of culture that they really have, right? So last year they had a great culture. Everybody was doing well. Everybody, everything that could go right did go right for the majority of last season. And so now this is the tough part of the NFL. You're going to have years like this. If you play long enough, if you're around or watching a team long enough, you're going to have years where everything seems to go wrong. And the culture is what's going to stand up. And right now you're seeing Xavier McKinney doing stuff that, you know, is, is what bad teams do, is what poor culture does. Start blaming your coaches for you, saying they're not listening to us. Come on, this is not a dominant defense by any stretch of the imagination. And I just feel like that sometimes players are too close to the forest to see the trees and um, too close to the trees to see the forest, excuse me. And I just feel like unless you are in those meeting rooms with them doing all the extra time, unless you have logged all the hours of watching film, unless you have the pelts on your wall, you've just been in the league a couple years and all of a sudden, you know better than somebody who spent their entire life doing this, you know, strategizing. I, I find it as a cop out 
And I just hope that that's more of a uh, he got caught slipping and 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 said something when he didn't really mean it because that's just that's that's bad ball and that's how you get out of the league quick, fast, and in a hurry when you start to be known as a guy that's willing to point fingers and not uh, be our, our coach Mike Sullivan. You say you, I want thumb pointers on our team. That's guys that point back at themselves when things go wrong. Finger pointers are easy to come by. Mike, your your thoughts on the lackluster performance from the Giants uh, last week once Daniel Jones went down, and, and have you experienced this before, where, like, offensively, you now a team knows, like... You know he's with the really Jets, don't... right? Oh, sorry about that. Um, it was out there. Know, I, had to, I had to take it. I had to swing. <laughs> you know, offensively, like Daniel Jones goes down, I'm sure like, again, deflated defense and then guys being like, well, we're not going to win this game. Yeah. And I go back to Monty's point, though, like Xavier McKinney, you know, a couple thoughts. First of all, like keep it in-house, right? Go, go, go see Don Martindale, close the door and air your grievances. Like that's totally fair and reasonable, but Nothing good comes out of it except for the media, where now they have a story for the week. And the other thing is, if I was representing Xavier McKinney, what I'd be telling him is, guess what? Like, 31 other teams have a pro personnel department, and they're going to track these comments. And next year, if you're cut or if you're out there and it's down to you and some other safety, these comments, I'm just telling you, will, and you're looking for the tiebreaker, will be used against you. No one's going to want somebody that when things are going poorly, are going to air grievances publicly. Absolutely. A hundred percent. She wrote a book on um, how to stay in the league and how not to. <laughs> again, uh, just, just, just to sum it up, a defense that may or may not uh, be waving the white flag today against a very explosive uh, Cowboys offense with CeeDee Lamb and Pollard. Uh, and of course, Dak Prescott. They already beat the Giants Week One with a healthy Giants team, forty to nothing. 40 we'll see what donut. happens. Yep, we'll see what happens uh, later on this afternoon. And of course, the Giants being led by a quarterback whose mommy still makes his bed. We wow. come back. Uh, we'll wow. go Jets and Raiders. That's a low blow. Sunday dude. night game. <laughs> and um, and also, I want to talk about uh, Robert Sala's comments on the future of Zach Wilson. Here with the Jets. That was bizarre. All that next. That was bizarre. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. You've got Trevor Simeon in your building. Why Why not give him a try? Fair question. You know, it's uh, like I said, he, he... I don't know. You got me. I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth on all this one in terms of just. I kind of explained it, you know, yeah. respectfully, obviously, but mm-hmm. but it's a va- they're valid questions. But and I know and I know from a passionate fan, from fans who are passionate, all having the same questions, I respect it greatly, you know. But it's I've got to look at it from a global standpoint and just see where we are and and look at the all 22 the best I can and and make the decisions best as possible. So global standpoint. 
What are we doing? Trying to like. You know what that says to me as a player? Global warming. What global standpoint? Uh, that's Robert Sala t- on the Michael K show earlier this week, um, talking about you know obviously you heard the question from uh, from from Michael K. You know why do you continue to play uh, Zach Wilson, gentlemen? We sat here last week and we talked about like oh yay Zach Wilson's not turning the ball over and helping this team win football games. And Mike, you came back with a great uh, response to that and said, why is that great? This is a guy who was drafted, you know, third overall. overall. You know, like, or second overall. Why is that great? And you're absolutely right. And and then we saw what happened, right? This is a Jets team. They go down early, 7-0, 14-0 because of special teams. And Zach Wilson's not the quarterback that's going to engineer a comeback for you. It's just not going to happen. So, um, Amani, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But oh, no, sorry. What, I, what, I was, I was what was your you. what was your takeaway? What was your takeaway from Salah's comments on the Michael K show? It's above his pay grade. That's what I get from it. Mm. He can't explain it because it's not his decision. If it was his decision, he would be well. I'm thinking X. I'm thinking Y. I'm thinking Z. But the fact that he said. Uh, I got to look at it globally. He's basically saying, well, we got to treat, we got to really find out, give all, you know, we, we drafted him number two overall. We have to find out if he's going to be a guy that we can work with and get better, or is he a guy that we're going to have to eat? And that's kind of the way I looked at it. Uh, I, I don't know about what did you think, Mike? Yeah, well, first of all, the Jets have a great PR department, so there was no way he wasn't prepared for that question, So, which makes the answer even more bizarre, in my opinion. And I was asked about it earlier in the week, and <clears throat> it just – look, here's the bottom line. We've talked about this for a while, guys. Like, Abani, you know this from a former player standpoint. The players not may not be saying it, but here's exactly what they're thinking. Why is he not being held accountable? If I was exactly. late, if I was turning the ball over, if I wasn't executing my assignments, I'd be benched. Like the NFL, like you need a hard stop, 1,000% is a meritocracy. It goes for everyone except the owner. GMs, head coaches, quarterbacks, everybody. If you don't do your job, you le- you lose it at some point. And Zach Wilson is not being held to a standard, and it's eviscerating the organization. And Robert Sala, who's their CEO, should come out and say, like, yeah, he's not playing good enough, and he's not playing. I don't know why it's more difficult than that. Like, he is not giving them the best chance to win. Absolutely. Because, and, and, you, and you know this. We all know this. I've been covering the NFL for quite some time. Uh, I don't want to out myself. Um, we've got a Monday Ravens, who's played. Giants, yeah, we've <laughs> you, you know, and the um, Dolphins. and, and I mean, of I course, you, you've been you've been in the league for a while. I know. Yeah, that. thanks, Amani. Thanks. Okay, we can stop talking now. Uh, and uh, and, and <laughs> sorry, and, and Mike Denenbaum. Uh, we know politics plays a role. Okay, I, I'll tell you this. I was in Baltimore, and the Baltimore Ravens brought in Willis McGahey, and Willis McGahey was kicking butt and taking names. But that year, they had drafted Ray Rice. And Harbaugh was not a huge fan of Willis McGahey. Wasn't a big fan of Willis McGahey. He wasn't a, good, a big fan of Christian uh, uh, McAllister. He wasn't a big fan of a number of guys when he came in, right? Very different than Brian Billick. And because they drafted Ray Rice, they were like, we're, we're going to roll with, with Ray Rice. And, and Ray Rice didn't, like, Ray Rice got good, especially his second year, but it, there, was, there was no... You know, because they drafted Ray Rice where they did, and I think Harbs really wasn't a big fan of of McGahee, but McGahee was averaging like 6.2 yards per carry, where Ray Rice was like more like 3.8, but they went with with Ray Rice. And and, and I've got a ton of these, right? Like, you know, 
politics play such a huge role. And, and I think, um, I think where the the Jets drafted Zach Wilson is giving him a lot more leeway because of the politics that 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 play a, a big role in that, right, Mike? Um, actually, I try not to. You know, like you, you really like at the end of the day, like. Joe Douglas and Robert Soller are going to be evaluated on draft choice success. They're going to be evaluated on wins and losses. And that's where it gets puzzling. Like, Zach, you know, <clears throat> would Zach Wilson be in the league with another team? Like, would somebody say to him, would someone say, hey, he could be a really good backup? Like, you would have to show me there's been a handful of plays. I'm not sure he's one of the 64 best quarterbacks on the planet. I know he's not one of the best 40 for sure. So to me, I don't think it is politics. I, I, I really don't know why they're not playing somebody else. At this point, like, Trevor Simeon couldn't be worse. And he just holds the ball. He doesn't see it quick enough. And when your offensive line's struggling, it's like putting gas on the fire. 100% right. And I feel uh, like he, I feel like this. On the better teams in the league, do you think a guy like this would ever start for, like, uh, um, for, for, the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Do you think he'd ever like they would be? They would be doing something to get oper- to get the, the the fans what they want. Would he be starting for the New England Patriots? Absolutely not. So this is one of the t- time of situations where, I mean, at least the the Patriots with 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 uh, Jones, they're with, they're trying to you know if he doesn't play well, they at least give him the illusion by taking him out. I mean, they haven't even thought about that, and that's that's one of the reasons why I look at this and and look at Robert Sala and saying, look, are you, is this the hill the hill you're going to die on because the, the damage that you're doing by allowing, by rewarding mediocrity and telling everybody that, you know, spitting in everybody's face and telling them that it's rain. Uh, I just, your, your only thing you're losing is credibility. And that's the thing that's hard to get back. You can, you know, if you make a mistake on a quarterback and move on, everybody makes mistakes. But if you stick with them too long, the damage in the locker room, the damage to your reputation as a coach and for a, uh, for a general manager and Joe Douglas, I mean, oh, you were the guy that stuck with uh, with Zach Wilson, huh? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you, you got to look at the bigger picture and your overall reputation throughout the league because that travels. It's uh, it's it. It really is interesting. I, I've got a, an interesting stat here for you guys. Get this: this will be the thirty fourth. Of, of course, we know the, the Jets are playing tonight. This will be the thirty fourth night game for the Jets and Giants combined since two thousand eighteen. They are combined 4-29 straight up, including 2-25 and 25 straight up in their last 27 night games. Since 2018, uh, the Jets and Giants 1-15 straight up at home in night games, and they are 2-14 and 14 straight up in their last 16 road games at night. So, I mean, just to kind of, you know, put into perspective just how god-awful both these teams are and how god-awful they've been for quite a while. Anyway, yeah, food for yeah. thought, something to marinate in. Uh, we get back, we'll have Amani's keys to the game. We're bringing up old stuff. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by trends. Yeah. Um, and this no, is, this is one it's that, really and this is, this is one that intrigues me. Um, <laughs> uh, when we get back, uh, we will have Amani's keys to the game uh, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Get ready for Amani's Keys to Victory. 
That's right. Uh, New York Game Day, 98.7 ESPN, brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. Make sure you enjoy responsibly. And it is time for Omani's Keys to Victory, brought to you by Infinity.com. So with that being said, Omani, uh, let's start first and foremost with the Giants. I don't think any of us are expecting them to beat Dallas with DeVito. Uh, but, you know, how can they at least try to keep this close? What do they need to do? Uh, first of all, the offensive line of Saquon Barkley need to be – this needs to be a Saquon day. This needs to be what Michigan did to Penn State in the second <coughs> half by just running the ball 30 times, sending a message to the whole Big Ten that Michigan is physical, that this this uh, this – New York Giants offensive line is going to have to get big. Saquon's going to have to find some creases and control the clock and take the high-flying, high-powered offense of the New of the uh, Dallas Cowboys and keep them on the sideline. Number two, I'd say no big plays. So I, I want the Giants to force the Cowboys to tr- to 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 a running game and uh, try to take away all the big passing plays. Big plays in the NFL are twenty-five yards or more. Uh, this is a team that uh, they do not execute at a high level uh, over a t- over a long period of time. You, you need to force this Cowboys team to do long, sustained drives. That does two things: that takes time off the clock, and it allows uh, it, it, it's going to shorten up the game, shorten up the game with the running game uh, for the Giants as well. Uh, it's going to it's going to give the, uh, the an opportunity for this dramatic, uh, almost uh, re- this record-setting line that Vegas thinks that the Giants are going to lose by. Also, no big play. They're going to have to have two big plays on special teams. I don't know if it's a punt return, a punt block. They're going to have to create two turnovers and short the short field, one in each half for this dramatic upset to, to really take place. Uh, and, and so those are the three things that I think the Giants are going to have to do if they have a chance to covering not even covering, to winning this game straight up, it, it's going to be a, take a Herculean effort. Again, uh, Amani's Keys to Victory brought to you by Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at <coughs> InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. With that being said, Amani, what do the Jets need to do later on tonight uh, to, uh, to beat, I'd say upset, but they're favored. They're favored by one on the road to, yeah. uh, to beat the Raiders. Well, I think first of all, they're going to have to attack Aiden O'Connell, their their, their rookie quarterback. He went twenty five of six. He went uh, sixteen to twenty five for two hundred nine yards last week, with no turnovers. That cannot happen. You can't. He can't be. He can't have a a, a passer rating of over ninety. He has to be down in the in the. He has to, his passer rating has to be lower. They have to put. They have to stop the run. To allow this to happen. So Quincy Williams and the defensive line, they are going to have to stop Josh Jacobs. And we'll see if this rookie quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, can actually win a game with his arm through the air. Um, and Robert Sala and Jeff Urbich is going to have to, Ulbrich is going to have to uh, figure out a way to really attack this young quarterback, have him seeing ghosts, have have the, the pressure of this defensive line, of this defense as a whole, are going to have to force him to hold the ball and force him into mistakes that most rookie quarterbacks are going to have. You've seen him in a couple of games. There's going to there's a little bit more of a book on Aiden O'Connell, uh, so I think there's going to be more to attack than last week. And then we've been talking about it. He's the elephant in the room. 
Zach Wilson is going to have to get rid of the ball. He's going to have to have one of his best games uh, of the season on the road in in uh, on the West Coast, back where he's from. But it, you're going to you're going to have to figure out a way to have him play at a much higher clip to allow this offense to have big plays. And uh, that those are the three things. Zach Wilson's going to have to play well. The defensive line is going to have to play out of his mind so that they can attack Aiden O'Connell, um, um, the, the rookie quarterback that's starting now for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, you got to get used to saying Las Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's a money tumor. They took those him away from keys. my Oak. They took him away from Oak. Those are his keys to the game. Really quick, Mike, before we take a break, and we've got Jordan Renan who's going to be joining us, and, and we'll get some more insight on the Giants coming your way in just a, a few minutes. Uh, but, Mike, uh, in regard to uh, Antonio Pierce, came out, obviously, the fact that Daniel Jones didn't play. Uh, but, you know, these are players now. They're smoking cigars in the locker room, a lot more footloose, fancy-free. Uh, big high winning his first game as an interim head coach is, is there is this is this a, a lull now is this is this uh now like back down to reality or do you think that they could build off of what happened last week against the Giants oh I think they're gonna play great tonight national TV this reminds me a lot of uh when we had Dan Campbell in Miami uh he replaced Joe Philbin and it just brought a ton of energy and in this day and age, like, you know, you see certain locker rooms after wins where they shut the lights and, and they dance. And, you know, Joe Burrow's famous for smoking cigars. And, you know, if you put in the work and, you know, get the win, then, yeah, you, you should have the right to do that. So um, we'll, we'll see how sustainable it is. It's a great question, Anita. My my gut is, like, what, what I don't like about this matchup for the Jets is, like, how are they going to contain Max Crosby? You know, Max Crosby ended the game against the Patriots, like, He's a dominant pass rusher, and I just don't know how the Jets are going to contain him. Um, it will be. It, it will hopefully yes. it'll be an entertaining Sunday night game. We haven't had many. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Adida is the yeah. <clears throat> if you were the GM of those two teams, who would you have? Who would you prefer to have as your starting quarterback tonight? Aiden O'Connell or Zach Wilson? Ooh. Ooh. I'd forfeit. Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> I mean, because at least you don't know what I he's hate, got, right? Like you don't. Yeah, there's I, there's I no mean, like I, failure on his on his. I hate to on say his it. Jacket, and also, right? and also, here's another thing. I truly believe that players in that Jets locker room know what time it is with Zach Wilson. So if you go with Aiden O'Connell, maybe it, it it engineers some new life, some new excitement, some some new like. All right, let's see what this this what this young guy can do. Um, I I think that could be beneficial as well. So uh, quick break. Like I said, we come back. Uh, Jordan Renan is going to join us. Uh, We'll talk some giants. giants. We'll get an update from him. And um, we've got uh, top storylines heading into week 10. And we'll also hear from Rich Samini, Paul Gutierrez, who covers the Raiders as well. So a real fun hour two coming your way. New York game day here on 98.7 ESPN. This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MoheganSunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. <laughs> 